Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening. <clears throat> Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Common Law Wise Words. It is Wednesday night about 9 p.m. Sorry for being a little late. And it looks like Shaman's already on, so 
He's unmuted. Oh. Civics. What's going on? No, yeah, Civics was unmuted. Thank you. Yes, sir. No. So what, what y'all up to this evening? Talking to you. Right, 9 p.m. call, huh? <laughs> Greetings, JD. So sorry, I was a little late. And, um, I was going to talk about a couple of things, and I'm still probably going to have to go back and look at, up some of the case law. Anyways, uh, I figured that I would talk about child support this evening. Anybody, anybody interested in that? I was going to pay sure. my child support, but I yeah, got... But then I got high. <laughs> well, money mics on. <laughs> what's going on money mike <clears throat> nothing much uh just hanging uh i'm gonna hang with you guys i'm gonna listen with you i don't know if i'll ask any questions or not we'll see how the show goes uh but i got a little bit of news uh to share if you're interested um, uh, yeah you just asked uh, a question you said you weren't gonna ask any questions you just asked one <laughs> no i didn't ask a question did you, I said said, if you're you, you said if you're interested. <laughs> oh, there's another you ain't getting away with that on this show, buddy. I suck at the host, don't I? Um, but anyway, anyway, anyhow, anywho, um, I, um, I'm doing a full reboot of my show. And, uh, and the other thing is uh, I'm uh, over at my work. I'm going to be too busy, so I won't be able to do the calls for a while. So I'm going to hold off on them until sometime after Easter. But uh, the other big news is I, uh, I, I, uh, I deleted my call. Um, I opened a new version of the call uh, just to keep it going, but it's going to actually be a whole new version with a whole new uh, ID number. But uh, I'm not going to give it out yet because I haven't gone through the stuff yet. But um, when I come back on uh, after Easter, uh, I'll I'll re-upload some of my old material that I have because uh, I made sure I saved everything. But that being said, uh, hopefully uh, everything is, will be copacetic by the time I get back. <clears throat> well, that sounds it. good. Yep. Congratulations, baby. <laughs> uh, so, there wasn't a problem with your old uh it, well there, it, it was just starting i wasn't in a slump it was just it was just it was it was too unpredictable on the uh the 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 the, the guests coming on and uh and then i myself uh i started i started drifting back towards uh towards the dark side so to speak and uh so i'm just gonna you know yeah i just need to uh take get a break so to speak <clears throat> all right well uh whenever you start up a, a new one feel free yeah, to I'm come gonna, on and pass out the yeah, number and yeah i'm just gonna do a little semi angela retirement <laughs> <laughs> has she even been doing a show lately no no she's been off since uh th since uh after uh thanksgiving it, yeah, I mean, I I check every now and then, and I just haven't seen anything. But anyways, 
getting back to, I guess, uh, child support, I put the link up to uh, what I'm going to be reading off of in the chat group if anybody wishes to go over there and, and pull it up. So this is a judge's, um, you know, something to guide judges, a judge's guide on child support came out in 1986. And uh, so here are the causes of the child support problem in the United States as of 1986. Divorce. In the last seven, several decades, divorce rates have increased dramatically. Between 1963 and 1975, the national divorce rate increased 100% and then increased 100% in each year thereafter until 1981. In 1981, the number of annual divorces climbed to a record 1.2 million divorces. It is further estimated that 49% of all existing marriages will end in divorce. <clears throat> and that's about what it's hovered at since probably the early 90s. Um, so, uh, you know, I think this is really interesting because this is kind of problem reaction solution. The problem was created because back in 1963 and around that time up until in 1975, there was a big push to have no fault divorce states all across the United States. So they more or less caused the problem. And then it got expanded because in the 60s, of course, you had the free love movement and so people would hook up, get together, you know, a kid would pop up. <laughs> and not all the time was the dad 100% interested in sticking around. So when child support pro like uh, started, it, it was actually to, and this is why it's associated with social security, it was to go after dads who were not, who were not supporting their children, not a part of the family unit, so that uh, because the moms were typically getting some type of welfare, food stamps or some type of government assistance. And so they were basically going after the dads just to be like, okay, so you have to, uh, you know, you have to pay for your child. And that is a very long uh, held common law aspect is that you are responsible for the children that you make. So that's not too far-fetched. Anyways, um, in the 80s and the 90s, it kind of ballooned out, and the states were making so much money off of it that, uh, that they expanded the program to not just be for uh, women who were on some type of welfare social service program, but also more or less to middle-class families, which it was never intended for. Um, going back to this document, it's talking about desertions. Uh, the dimensions of the non-support problem became even more staggering when one considers the vast number of couples who simply separate without obtaining a divorce in 19... 60, the number of separated individuals having a household in which children reside was approximately 1,058,000. By 1983, that number had increased to 1,917,000, which is an 
which is an 83% increase. Of this 1983 figure, approximately 1.8 million families were headed by the women. And of course, this is what kind of goes back to the whole, you know, the woman has first right and, you know, typically gets custody. Uh, out of wedlock birth rates, by far the most significant rate of increase in single parent households has occurred among never married mothers. Between 1970 and 1983, the number of never married mothers increased by 377%. By 1983, one fourth of all single parents were in this category. Of the 7.6 million women heading single parent families in 1984, 2.1 million had never been married. Of particular concern is the rate of out of wedlock births among teenagers. In 1981, 537,024 children were born to teenage mothers, and about one half of these babies were born out of wedlock. Who gets married at 16? <laughs> So sorry, uh, if somebody else wishes to jump in, I'm trying to look something up real quick. Shaman, you still there? I'm still here. Did you I ever have know. to, huh? Go ahead, what were you saying? Uh, I was just going to say, have you ever had to uh, go and arrest somebody for child support? No. When you're a cop? Mm-mm. That would have been county. No city. I have had to go remove children from home because they were raped and stuff. Okay, I'm about to uh, drop a YouTube video in the chat, and the title of this video is Lawyer and Mitch Child Support is for the Lawyers, Not Kids, title IVD, which is the um, title of the child support program, is the IVD program. We'll get into that here in a minute, but <clears throat> what he's saying in here, and this was in 2018 because Illinois, the public of Illinois, was really pushing to reform child support laws and they were pushing to have a 50-50 mandated statute. Um, and of course, everybody in the legal society wasn't too thrilled about this. Uh, the lawyer who's on the YouTube video is actually testifying that if they switch to a 50-50 uh, mandatory statute, unless there's some type of neglect, harm, abuse, whatever, that the state would lose $350 million. And the way that the state gets the $350 million is because when they go after people for child support, everything that the state collects, they get to keep 66% of. And then everything after that, they pay back to the federal government because it's supposed to supplement the welfare that single mothers were pulling from the uh, from the federal government in the form of social security benefits 
right, so it looks like I did not post the video up in the chat. Sorry about that. Um, all right, the video was just posted. Uh, if you go to the Cornell Law site, it's um, general definitions, and this is dealing with uh, title IVD. And if you look up at the top, it says Chapter 3, Office of Child Support Enforcement, Administration for Children and Families, da-da-da-da-da. When you go down to, where's the definition? IVD agency. Agency means the single and separate organizational unit in the state that has the responsibility for administering and supervising the administration of the state under plan under the IVD of the act. And um, when you go to office, office means the Office of Child Support Enforcement, which is the separate organizational unit within the department with the responsibility for the administration of the program under this title. So the words there that are really interesting is separate because the entire program is non-governmental. It's all separated like a lot of other things where it's, it's uh, contracted out to private contractors, more or less. And this is where they leave the realm of law because they cannot uh, lawfully do what they're doing because, of course, every parent has a right to the use and enjoyment of their child or children or boys and girls or offspring. Now, <clears throat> this next document is from the Hague Convention, and I think this was 2018. And so this is what they have kind of, uh, Congress has kind of moved towards. And the Hague, Hague Convention uh, started the 23rd of November, 2007. It was signed in to law by President Barack Obama in 2016 before he left office. And now they have a convention every couple of years where they basically get together and it's an international process of child support. So even if you leave the country that you're in, they will come after you as long as you're in a country that's signed on to this convention. And with that, I'm about out of stuff until I can find the case law that I was looking at last night. <laughs> so does anybody have any questions or anything to talk about? If you wish to raise your hand, it's star two, or if you're on your computer, you can just uh, think you have a hand somewhere on the screen. Okay. 
Hey, what's up? What's going what's on? What's up, man? Yeah, not much. Um, all right, so you're showing that there, and uh, basically, there's a um, you know, if you get involved with these private contracts, um, there's this new thing that Obama signed so that people can go and enforce those private contracts like wherever wherever they feel fit. Well, Obama didn't really sign anything to enforce private contracts. What Obama signed was um, the Hague Convention mm -hmm. Act. I don't remember exactly what act it was. Um, it was the UIFSA for Uniform Interstate Family Support Act. <clears throat> well, that was in 2008. I know I found something else on it. So, but basically what it does is it just is a committee where, um, you know, international legal society gets together and exchanges information to where if somebody left the country they would go if the country was a part of it they would go to that country to enforce it right they would go collect yeah right now of course typically they do this like um you know just like the whole way that the program was started was for social security benefits um <clears throat> so they typically do this associated with people's social insurance number you know like uh everything that i've read and i was reading a lot of case law yesterday on it um but most of it like there was this one case where uh the dad was in mexico and he didn't have a social security number and the judge would not take the case because the judge stated that he didn't have jurisdiction. They because appealed there was it. No number. Yeah, because there was no number. And you know, they basically used the excuse that the guy was out of the country. Um, but yeah, I, I get the impression that it was more because there was no social security number attached to him. So if there was a number attached to him and then he decided not to use it over there, maybe that would have the same effect or we're, we're not really sure. Yeah, I mean, I know that the presumption is when you have a social security number and in fact, like typically going through the court process, they ask you to provide your social security number. And as soon as you provide your social security number, that's what they're going to attach to that's what they'll attach the judgment to and everything else but and you're course, not huh? yeah you're not required to do that you're not required but they'll probably threaten you you know what i mean and if yep. you have an attorney then they can hold you in contempt if you have disobedience yeah yeah because when you get an attorney you're handing over jurisdiction to the court. And so it's yeah. really like uncontested. Sneaky. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty sneaky. Playing the system. <laughs>
So how you been doing, JD? I've been doing pretty good. Been pretty busy the past week. And uh, yeah, staying busy online, talking to a lot of different people about different things, you know. Um, a lot of new people kind of wondering, you know, what law is all about. And um, you know, a lot of people hearing things for the first time, you know, hearing these concepts and uh, being curious and a lot of people being a little bit skeptical about like where their what where their rights lie and you know what they can do um a lot of people asking questions about processes you know uh, some kind of process like steps um and uh i would say at first it's more along the lines of a a mode of thinking an attitude and approach in turn in 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 the mind um and then from there once things become a little bit more concrete then somebody can take certain steps and i think the steps would vary on on the person and what they're doing um, yeah, I mean, everything is dependent on the situation, what's going on with you, you know, like what happens. I mean, the first kind of steps are fairly easy. Something happens, you're getting dragged into court and, you know, you try and work it out before you get there. Yeah. And if you can't do that, then you go in and, and notify them that you're you're a man or a woman. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of people kind of wondering about like, oh, do I have to remove myself and, and you know, throw away my legal person and, you know, get rid of the birth certificate or do something special with it, um, this kind of stuff. There's, there's a lot of worry about that. And, um, yeah, I'd say that it's more more so like that should be dealt with in time after you kind of understand more um you know there's some people that are wondering about the claim their their claim of right and i guess re-obtaining their rights by making a claim in in public and then uh, uh what that will give them and then what that will not give them by you know what they would be relinquishing if they do that and um there's not a lot of hard answers for that kind of stuff but there's some you know there's some ideas and and there's some you know there's an imagine there's a, a set of imaginative things that could be done it just depends on the person Yeah, and I mean, all of this stuff goes as far as anybody's imagination. Um, whenever you're filing a claim of right, you're just putting them on notice that, you know, you kind of got the the gig and uh, you're claiming your rights. And honestly, I mean, I don't think anybody really needs to file any further than letting the attorney general know. The attorney yeah. general of the state in the United States. 
Yeah, he's like dealing with somebody's attorney. It's just private attorney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're the uh, legal representatives of elected officials. I mean, in that instance, you know, they're not going to send anything back, are they? Except for if you if you send it return receipt or something, you won't get any uh, reply, right? Yeah, I mean, like uh, when I sent mine, they actually sent me back something saying, "Thanks for writing us. Uh, we can't interpret statutes for you or give you legal advice. Our job is to, um, you know, represent the elected officials and." this that and the other so i wrote them back and i was like great so you got the legal authority to tell them they're fired <laughs> i'm talking <laughs> to the right department <laughs> yeah right so that solidified it right yeah I mean, they, they acknowledge getting it yeah somebody mentioned to me today that they were concerned that if they did that then they would lose maybe their i guess some kind of a safety net maybe they might have with with uh with um other privileges maybe um medicare medicaid um you know if if they ever needed that like if that would disappear and i just kind of said well i said that stuff's just going to sit there it's not going to it's not going to do anything it's not going to disappear Yeah, I mean, not much just disappears. <laughs> uh, you know, it does just sit there like uh, if you start putting in stuff. And it's pretty good. It will just tend to sit there if they don't wish to move on it or do anything about it. The Traveler One just called in. Traveler One, you're unmuted. Good evening. Good evening. What's up, Charlie? Um, maybe, maybe. All hi. Right. It well, just made me think. You you mentioned socials and birth certificates. I think they monetize all all of that and anything you sign. And they have a system. Some some cars. Imagine they have a few, few difference, but they have a bank i think in houston called the chris account a court registry investment system i'm sure there's more than one but yeah they got quite the racket gone yeah they sure do You say Stan was on here? Um, I mean, I see him listening. He doesn't have a microphone. Yeah, sorry, everybody. I'm trying to, I emailed myself probably 20 different case laws yesterday. I'm trying to look through all of them and and pull the one that I'm really looking for.
This pause is brought to you by the World Chess Federation. <laughs> <laughs> you going to stay on the child support topic? Um, yeah, I was actually looking for the case law from the Supreme Court that uh, protects the right of being a parent. So, but you can talk about something else if you wish. No, I'm good. I was just curious if that's what you were looking up. That's a subject matter we don't deal with a lot. And there's a lot of guys that deal with that. Men get hammered a lot. Yeah, I see the topic floating around quite a bit. People people are kind of upset, you know, they get beat up. They get beat up, you know, different both sides, you know, mothers and fathers. But mostly the fathers. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. I think part of that is because I just think it's old time honored tradition that man, this is gonna piss a lot of women off. That uh, women are basically, the wife is the property of the man, and it's his job to upkeep them. And I think that's why the courts probably tend to lean that way. It's just an old-fashioned idea. I don't necessarily, I'm not saying I disagree with that. I think there's a lot of deadbeat dads out there, but or deadbeat men. But at the same time, what do you, you know, it seems like even when the women destroy the home and they take the kid the court still sides with them which I think is odd everything they do is odd Seen a lot of people get hammered, for sure. It's punishment. That court case, John, going to have anything to do with the fact that one party doesn't want to submit to the doesn't wish to submit to the jurisdiction of the court, and the other one does? Uh, no. Probably be an interesting twist to talk about. What do you do when one party goes to the court and then the other one says, uh, no, I don't require the court's assistance? Yeah, I mean, as interesting as it is, uh, you can't really find any case law on that. How about arbitration? You guys are going to have to forgive me, man. I've been working 12, 14-hour days for about nine days straight. Yeah, I understand. I am freaking about mush. Anybody on the call that wants to talk about the uh, child support? Anybody? See if there's any chat questions that come in. Hey, look, there's Stan. There we Man. go. What's up, guys? 
Hey, I would What's like to say on? one thing off off topic after Stan gets done saying hey. What's up, Stan? What's up? All right, I think I'm done. <laughs> what the hell was that? Did any did anybody see now look man, I mean now damn it. There's freaking lines in the sand, even if you're on different sides of this issue I'm getting ready to mention. But this is no shit. Like I'm not even making this up. Uh delicate uh Kathy Tan or Dan Tan, I think introduced legislation and the government governor of Virginia is praising it and saying how great it is that they can abort a child as it's being birthed as really the mother's laying there yes in labor they're proposing a bill yeah, it's disgusting abort somebody I'm telling you right now dude that and that's a that's a Ooh, I'm trying to hold back. Are they trying to really just polarize people and get them pissed off? I mean, that's disgusting. Totally, really. That, messed look, up. even if you believe in abortion, even if you believe in abortion, which is effing ridic- ridiculous, it's, it's ridiculous. But if you do that, when it's in, when they're in labor, give me a break. I mean, if this country's that far gone, well, that's even a debate. We're screwed. The creator will level this freaking land. You they must be doing that. Hey, you know what, though? Hey, you know what, though? I just realized something. There is a... Um, now, uh, depends on which... Uh, what You know, how, how far along they're at. Because I know for a fact that there are certain, like, uh, terms, like, you know, like, before, like, say, going the full nine months. Because uh, I heard this happen before with uh, when I was in Chicago uh, uh, with a, one of my friends. uh she had an abortion. It was like maybe she was in her fourth month, and they gave her some kind of uh, drug to um, induce labor, and then to give her, then they get rid of the baby out that way. So I mean, maybe that's what it is, though, because maybe we're not hearing the whole thing. Uh, no, man, the- I read the article, and that's fucking sick anyway. <clears throat> Four months—that makes me want to strangle somebody. If I saw somebody doing that in my presence, I would I would bury an axe in their fucking head. That's how it makes it's me another, feel. I tried to hold back. It's another ritual. I tried to hold back on the, the F bomb, but sorry, I had to let it rip. That stuff crawls through me like fire. That is absolutely ridiculous that anybody would even introduce that. And anybody would put a man, somebody who would even introduce some crazy shit like aborting a child during labor, it, it put him in a position of power that whole state deserves to be screwed beyond imagination. They got to really I'll be doing that. I'll laugh as it's burning. I'll laugh as it's burning. I'll say, well, you fuckers, put, you put them in. You voted for it. You suffered it. Now, what about, now what about medical emergency? That's a different subject matter. If you've got a choice on the on the labor thing, I don't even know. Dude, it's such a one yeah, millionth of one per, less of one percent. It's so ridiculous. It's not even an argument, but let's entertain it just no. until John finds his thing. It never happens, but if it does, every once in a while it does. I mean, I would choose my wife over the child. I would, because my first priority is my wife. Um, but that would have to be such an extenuating circumstance, dude. It would have to be so outlandish. I'm not talking about some whore who gets drunk and goes and lays on her back for Bubba. 
and then decides, well, I don't want it after all. That's what they're doing, and it's sickening. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from on that part. Yeah, that's 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 understandable. It's just a way. It's just another way to curtail responsibility and take it away, and they're willing to murder a life to do it. it I mean, it's. It, I can't even believe it's gotten to the point where that's like somebody seriously said, "Hey, you know, I've got an idea. Let's just kill the baby as it's being born." Isn't that awesome? <laughs> and somebody went, "Holy shit! Write that down." And let's put that let's put that before the legislature. That's awesome idea. And then people said, "Let's vote these people in so we can make people do this, or we can have people do this." I mean, I just you know, you the, there has to be some kind of respect. See, now you think about it. All you know, we're not even going to go pro-abortion or anti or whatever. I, we don't really have to go into that. If you want to say you are, that's fine. But you tell me when you look at that. Just look at it on its face. What are they telling you? You have no rights. Oh, it's the right of the woman. It was the right of the woman not to lay on her back. It was the right of the man not to 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 do the deed and then not be willing to try to talk her out of it. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I'm not trying to go down that route. I'm just trying to get you to see a philosophical aspect. Every time they introduce crazy shit like this, what they're doing is lessening the rights of woman and man. They're not increasing it. They're taking away. And what they're doing is they're using selfishness and irresponsibility to do it. That child has a freaking right to life, and they are taking it away. Yeah, Yeah, it's crazy. I'm looking at the article here. It's insane, Um, dude. It's insane. It's in Virginia. Of course it is. You know, I'm wondering, like, like the whole, this whole, this whole uh, situation, it just keeps on, I don't know, it's just weird the way, the way all the stuff's popping well, up. Well, did you hear the latest? Did you hear the latest? I saw mm, some maybe. things on it. I haven't seen an article, but a buddy of mine posted a meme, so I'm not sure it's 100%, but I really wouldn't put it past them. And <laughs> Bloomberg is apparently... It could just be a rumor, but apparently there's a possibility he might want uh, her royal Hillary. Hillary. Is that, you know, holy shit, right? Who can make this up? They're both trash. Hey, it's another ritual. And even, the, even, the, the, even the umbilical cord. Myth rewards. If you look at if you look at animals, a dog, a mother dog won't, won't you let you get close to that umbilical cord until that placenta is done. First thing they do to a child is cut that thing off. Blood pressure drops fifty percent right there. That's true. They do that. You're absolutely right. And and rob, robs them of all those essentials in the placenta. You can make up Those some of it by breastfeeding, good. but women can make up for some of it by breastfeeding. But yeah, you're right. Without the placenta, they lose out on a lot. Well, then you got to think it's a combination. At that point, it's the beginning. It's it's all got to be there. You know, it's funny. My wife started watching this TV series where uh, they modified, I guess, vaccines to trigger 
in people at 22 years of age with some kind of chemical thing that killed them all, and everybody over 22 years of age died so that they could keep the population down. That's some Netflix series. And I was thinking, hmm, (laughs) Here's here's another one off topic. So, you know, man's made from the dust of the earth, right? So when you die, you rot, which would add nutrients to the soil. However, they put everybody in boxes so the soil's not being replenished. Hundreds of millions of people a year. Trying to hide. Absolutely nothing to do with child support. Just something I think about from time to time. Think John quit the show. Nah, he's still there. I see his logo. Yeah. I'm, I'm just being facetious, man. If I'm I quit the show, yeah. I'd hang up on everyone. <laughs> oh, this is this is this show is getting a little too good for that right now. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I was, uh, you know that page that you uh, what was that about the 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 child support that the that last page you uh posted g1 bill allowing abortion during labor uh virginia uh there was a side news uh on that uh too it will be off topic but maybe later we can talk about it as um president trump uh pardoned 11 people uh today apparently or and uh a couple well, of wrong 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 there, the day before did yeah. what didn't he just pardon Raphael, or was that they you know, Michael Milken. He Mexican, my, no, he was in a Mexican prison. Never mind. Eleven, huh? Rob Bogoyevich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw his. I saw his face. Couple more pedophiles. That's all. And that D. Bartolo guy uh, from the from the football uh, thing. Uh, I forgot way back. Uh, yeah, him. And Michael the football Milken. thing. Uh, what the bar? All right, let me go back to it right quick. Where is that thing at? Come on, where you at? Oh, yeah, it's gone because every time I go about it, it changes. <laughs> I'll get back to you on it. Who's <laughs> that background, man? He cracks me up, dude. She, what? Huh? Say no, that is she. That's Ashley. No, it wasn't. Yeah, you were like you heard your lab before I cut out the mic. Oh, I don't remember. All right, let me cut out again here. Yeah, it's hard to hear him, but I can hear a giggle every once in a while. I just thought it was a buddy of yours there. You can't I can't distinguish between male and female on that. <clears throat> hey, I got a question real quick, guys. Um the word mandate on uh at them online it says uh it's a command a judicial or legal order um so when the when the state mandates something obviously it's doing it for the <clears throat> for the characters in inside the state's jurisdiction right of course 
So basically, it has to be contracted into for the mandate to take effect. Uh, would that be correct? Yeah, you have to consent. I'm going to be I'm going to be doing a killer little video this week coming up, or maybe even this weekend. Awesome. On three words, and it's gonna, and it's going to be good. I'm even going to have somebody come over and do a camera thing, so I'm not acting like a moron. But it's, awesome. it's going to be really good, and it's going to cut right into what you just talked about right there. It's, and it is so, um, it is so smooth, man. It just, it's going to be really cool to break down. Yeah, it's 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 very well needed right now. People are uh, people are clamoring. Well, you know, as unprofessional as it was, there's been 65 shares on that Constitution video I did. That's good. I, mean, I know it's not a lot, but that's a hell of a lot more than would have been if I hadn't done it. And the cool thing is, is it looks like people are starting to kind of, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to get a point across as quickly as possible. That was even longer than I wanted to do. And that was probably because I was trying to figure out how to do the camera and do the live thing. I don't know how to do all that. But uh, I've already written down this other, this other uh, little presentation thing I'm going to do. And, dude... It's it's and I'm gonna to touch base with the religious aspect from my point of view. But just from awesome. the creator thing, I'm I'm not gonna be telling people what to believe because I'll just tell you most of the, I mean I obviously I believe in Yeshua, but what I'm coming at it as is the creator, creation, so that other people can kind of get their head wrapped around it, you know? Exactly. That's awesome. I can't wait to see it, Sean. Oh, it's gonna be good. Look, my wife thinks I'm crazy half the time because it, it scares her. And even she <laughs> was like, hmm, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I pinned her down, man. <laughs> Not even in a domestic violence way, just mentally. <laughs> just mentally. Well, it took, I just it took you guys that. a little while to get that. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all slow, man. You slow. It's supposed to be a smart show. Yeah, man. <laughs> not, not a slow show. Um. Oh, there you go. Somebody posted the post man, mandate there. We want the Hey, dude. Show. And I didn't mean to get kind of frustrated early. I'm telling you, the abortion thing as one way to go. I mean, that goes right to my rage level. I know, um, but I, I understand. It's just disgusting. It just, to me, it almost looks, it sounds like a cartoon. Like, how could they be doing this stuff it just sounds like they're just doing it to just rile people up or something well weird well it's that and it's if they can break down the fabrics it's like it's like okay i went let me think what year would this have been this is before i was a cop so this was somewhere around 98 99 97 i went to washington dc for the million man promise keepers thing okay yep you've got Tons of people up there being peaceful, being cool, walking their dads, walking their children around, their sons, you know. And last minute, we went through all kinds of chaos to get up there. We wanted to go check it out. Tony Evans was up there. There's a bunch of cool people. Even though I don't agree with giving oaths or promises, but it was still a cool event. Anyway, we go up there. It was right in front of the Capitol building. It had a big stage. And, you know, 
where I don't even know where I was going with this, but what these bunch of lesbians start walking around topless, and that's a conflicting thing, obviously. Yeah. But you know, you got mm-hmm. these little kids looking at this shit, okay? And now, in that kid's mind, it's okay for women to show their tits in public because he wants to see them, right? Who wouldn't? Why isn't it? And then you think, and then you think, well, we're not going to go there. Well, let's, let's go just, there. I mean, you seem to be okay. very opinionated on it. Okay. I was getting to a point, but fine. You're gonna let your, right. you're just going to walk around with your cod hanging out? Dude, people have a right in public not to see it. They have a right in public. If you want to do that in private, that's fine. But public as a whole has a right not to see it. Your rights end where mine begin and vice versa. I cannot force myself on you, and that's why I hold that opinion. That's contradicting. No, it's not. Well, it's not contradicting at all. If you're going around running around your yard. When somebody... Go ahead. If you're right to stop where somebody else starts, where it is their right to walk around as they wish starting in their yard. By your want. By in your their yard. You gotta look at the public at whole when you're in public. Now wouldn't the wouldn't the common law of the area, the geographic area kinda of come into play there where the people Absolutely. maybe maybe, you know, Absolutely. some areas of the world would, would be okay with it and in some some areas wouldn't. Yeah, like if you go to the Amazon, it's accepted there. Or if you go down to parts of Africa, it's accepted there, right? That's fine. Yes, but, yes. But and not then you can go to a Muslim country and a, a woman has to wear a hajib or whatever it is. There, there you go. So it's, that's Yeah, that's crazy, about. right? That's kind well, of nuts. to me, to me. Exactly. <laughs> but but now when you, you're now in you public. Now you just walk down the levels or up the levels, whichever way you want to say it. And but, you know, like, it's a promise keeper thing. That you're dictating how I dress. Well, they were at something trying to disrupt it. I'm, they were, I, I agree it, it was distasteful. Okay. There you go. And they were trying to be socially offensive. There you to, go. To, like, go to the beach or just not to, like, do, be in public. They were doing it do to what? stir up trouble. Yeah, they but why don't you go to a nude beach? Yeah, exactly. You it's can like go if, to the there was a nude, if there was a nude beach and I went there clothed, they could ask me to leave. Hey, this is a nude beach. I'd be like, oh, well, okay. In other words, so you have to be respectful of your fellow man. But my point, we're getting way off point. I want to talk about tits in uh, public. I'm just using that as an example. When you go to school, now all the kids are conditioned to have what? A police state. They're all used to seeing cops there. It's just oh, yeah. when they're when they're doing this abortion stuff and the tranny stuff and all this stuff, okay, I get it. People can be who they want to be. I'm not it's saying a conditioning. It's yeah, it's conditioning. They're conditioning you to lose touch with reality. I don't care. Look, somebody may be in their mind thinking they're a woman, dude, but if you're either biologically a man or you're not. I understand that there's mental issues that are going on. I get that, and it's got to be difficult for them, and I, I feel for them. But at the same time, what they're doing is they are ripping the fabric 
of reality away from everybody. And they're de, uh, I don't want to say dehumanizing, it's a horrible word. Um, they're taken away just like they wanted to get rid of male and female, man and woman, and have them just be persons. You can see what, what they're doing. They're ripping away at Alienating? That's what they're doing. Not alienating. Would it be? Well, it could be. Well, it could be. They're alienating reality. Yeah, and it's like just... if you want if you want one thing, you push for five so you get the one. Exactly. And I think that's what they're doing. How about the word uh, you were looking for? Not, not dehumanizing, but de degenerating. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess. Generating? No. Yeah. Uh, it's like they're destroying people's ability to process thought logically. It's, yeah, I mean, it's it's so messed up that the mor you know, I see morality can also sometimes be learned, um, like conscience. I think a buddy of ours on Facebook posted that the other day that he didn't think conscience was from God. He thought that that was a learned thing. There was some good conversation in that in that little thread, I thought. Oh, did you read that? Mm-hmm. I think and I you know, to it. You know what was I cool was you had some pretty differing viewpoints and nobody got pissed off. I did? No, nobody did. Like, oh, everybody yeah. was cordial at night. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, even yeah. when they're disagreeing, it, that's what I'm starting to like about the Facebook page because it's getting a lot of, it's starting to get more and more quality people getting into the discussion. It's just like this show is doing, and it's it's making for better information, you know? Yeah. There's a really good uh, group of people on here. All right, well, I'm back. I, I've just decided I can't find that again. <laughs> you quit her? I to not be in my email anymore. You're quitter, man. Man, I've already looked through all of those emails freaking two You probably times. looked at it 20 times. Right? You were looking for it so hard, you went right past it. No, I think it must have gotten deleted when I shut my computer uh, down last night. God doesn't abort quitters. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, Sierra, I can see that your hand's up, but I only see an eye icon, so I can't unmute it. It has to have a microphone. Sorry, Money Mike. No, you're okay, man. That was my bad. I, I interrupted a little bit. Like I'd like to give a public service announcement. Everybody should watch the new season of Narcos Mexico. It's great. End of, end of announcement. Was that on Netflix? Yeah, that whole series is good, and I and and they're already they're already working into going into Chapo. They started with uh, Pablo Escobar, and then they went to the Cali organization, then they went to Felix. I can't pronounce all of his names, and uh, he was like the most powerful drug guy in Mexico. And then the Federation broke apart in one night, and he was arrested within a week. But uh, he tried to he tried to take over the Colombians, and he had them. I mean, he had him. If his people would have supported him, man, he would have been the premier guy. Like, nobody would have been able to touch this dude. He was running guns for the CIA and everything after the Iran-Contra thing. But uh, 
it's it's pretty good and they're and they've already put Chapo in, so they'll be they'll be doing a new uh narcos on Chapo, I suspect. It's great great written and it's really, really, really accurate, by the way. So you it's like a kind of depiction based on a true story? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because I've been doing uh, Kiki Kintera or Matera or something like that. They murdered that DEA agent back in, what, 83, 85? They tortured him and beat him. They drilled holes in him with a power drill, and they were putting adrenaline into his heart so he wouldn't die. I mean, it was horrible, dude, what they did to that guy. Down in South America? No, this was in Mexico. And, dude, (laughs) they unleashed hell on them like you can't even imagine. I mean... It would be like everybody was like, dude, you did not kill a DEA agent. Like, what are you thinking? The gringos are not going to forget this. And uh, the only thing that saved him was the CIA. Because <laughs> they needed, after after they got, Ollie got busted, they needed somebody else to, to uh, fly the guns. So he had bought six airliners so that he could bring in 70 tons of cocaine in one load. And you're talking, that's half of a year intake to the United States. And uh, he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> They're going to put him, they're going to fly to the U.S. and turn him in. He's like, no, 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 look. And he opened up the case. I don't want to give too much of it away, but it's a pretty good series. It's crazy, man. Those guys, There ain't no way I'd want to live a life like that. That is just golly. Sounds crazy. I would never want to be the king, dude. You'd always be in fear of your life. <laughs> yeah, dude. You couldn't. No, but you would never have any friends, ever. You couldn't trust anybody. He- <laughs> Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Right. That was a great movie too. The physical crown, right? Well, I mean, even just. You know, being in the yeah. position where you're running a whole criminal organization, yeah, mean, right. like people want to take you out. People are always looking to get in your position. You know, people are always trying right. to, you know, do this, that, and the other. Right. That's what I mean about a physical crown, though. It's like a physical. You're 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 dealing with with the with the with the physical dimensions of uh, <clears throat> you know of the weight. Yeah, the physical dimensions of um, of uh, you know flesh and and um, power, that kind of stuff. There's a in the first season of uh, Mexico. They've done two seasons on that one. There's a scene where he goes down and he meets Pablo Escobar on his uh, ranch, and they sit in this gazebo. And Pablo was very emotional, and I mean, he was always pretty honest, actually. But he was vicious, and he reacted in his emotions. He let his anger and stuff get in the way. He wasn't calculating. He was smart, but he wasn't calculating. And Felix was the opposite. Like, when you looked at Felix, you saw a weak man, but he was a lion. And you did, like, you never suspected it. You know, he always was kind of, he always kind of, kept his shoulders down a little bit and acted, you know, kind of timid. But he was, he was vicious, dude. Very smart man. Very smart. 
undone by his own people. Hmm. Well, we all tend to be our own worst enemies, right? Preach. Uh, I think sometimes, I guess. It. Huh? I guess sometimes, right? Self self sabotage. It depends. El sabotage. <laughs> that was that was Mexican for uh, sabotage. In case you were wondering. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez. Hey, Chihuahua. You lost me, man. I just knew the whole uh, El Sabotage thing. That was just about it. That's all I got. Wait, Paula. I do okay. remember Paula. I had some, uh, I worked hey. with some guys from Mexico, the Aguilars, one of the hardest workers I ever had. They taught me how to say, hand me the shovel. How do you say that? Something with Paula. I forgot all of it now. I knew certain key things like grab me that. Do you know where that's at? You know, you work with them for two or three years. You kind of catch on. Even when you don't understand what they're saying, you know what they're saying. I always knew when they were talking shit about me. And I'd say, punto. And they go, ah. I always acted like I knew more than I did. I really didn't. It was a bluff. I was bluffing. <laughs> It was a hard-working crew, man. We went through hell together on that stuff. <clears throat> so, man, it's all quiet tonight. What else we got? Um, man, we can, we can, we can solve all kinds of problems here on this show, buddy. What, what do you about, want to talk about? Hey, what about this? What about this issue that's going on? I see uh, lately. It's kind of been brought up a, a couple shows in the past shows, but this issue where people are still stuck in that um that realm of you know they understand unalienable rights or um unalienable rights, and they understand what they think is common law, <clears throat> but they're still kind of tied to the Constitution. I guess that's why you did that one video. But I, I'm still seeing it. I guess it's just because people haven't really grasped it yet in a bigger sense. But I still see them kind of crossing over um, and wanting to go back in there. It's like going back into that house and, you know, saying saying that uh, somebody else has to do something because, you know, that's the way it was set up or uh, that's the way they believe it was set up. I don't know. I was just thinking about that. If uh, if you had any ideas on other videos you, we could do or. Oh, that's one of the ones I'm getting ready to do. Oh, okay. The key, is, the key is the language, dude. I mean, it's like, all right, we talked about this, I think, a week ago or maybe the show before, but remember the whole birth certificate claiming it thing, getting authentication process, Minnesota Rule 220, and yada, da 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 right? Yep. Okay. 
So I had a guy call me from Arkansas today. Spent about an hour on the phone with him. He's a good guy. He's really and, – and part of the problem is he's talking to other people who have a complete opposite view of what we teach. And yep. he hears one thing, and he goes back over there, and that stuff makes sense. But I said, think of it like this. You're building a house, or, or you're going to build some huge property, and it's like – or building, and it's 200 feet long. But this measurement here, you start out at a quarter inch off, and you don't realize it. And you're pulling all these measurements, and you're making all these marks, and you're hammering the stakes in, and you're squaring off, and you're telling your men where to put stuff and set material here. You get all this shit laid out. But by the time you get 200 feet out, dude, you are in somebody else's yard. You're in a total different property, and you swear to God you're right. But if your premise is wrong, okay, you're never going to get the correct answer because your, your starting point is wrong. Your hypothesis is going to end up a tragedy, okay? So if you start with the premise, what you've been taught, or you don't understand certain things, you're never going to get to the real answer. And I'm not suggesting I have all the answers, but think about it like this. What clued me in, we went to a seminar on that birth certificate thing, okay? I screwed around with that idea for like a month and a half. And we went to this little seminar deal, or, you know, ourselves. We met at a hotel down in Gatlinburg. And we had this overhead thing and yada, yada, yada. And they put up the Minnesota Rule 220. And I kept reading it. And I kept, and then it hit me, the hypocrisy of it. I was like, whoa, 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 guys. We can't do any of this stuff. And they said, why? I'm like, that rule says, first of all, before I even read this to you, uh, do you guys believe that that name is you? And they're like, absolutely not. I said, nobody here, right? Nobody else believes that that name is you. No. Okay. I said, look here, it says, if your name is one of the names on the document as an owner, then you can claim the property. So if your name is listed on the document, then you can make said claim, right? It doesn't say it exactly like that, but that's what it's saying. So if the state is at the top and you're saying the name isn't you, how can you claim it? All right, because it's an all-capital name. You're saying it's not you. Yeah, but they took my name. No, that's not your name. You just established that that's not you, right? But, so I figured it out that way after a month and a half. But if I saw a document today, I would look straight at that birth certificate if I'd never seen one and said, oh, that can't be it. Well, why not? Well, because there's no such thing as an all-capital word in the English language. So it's a mute point. See, the more knowledge you have, the quicker you get it. And your premise isn't screwed up. It's like once you figure out who you are, all that other shit just melts away. And the problem that I think is going on first is duplicity through benefits. I think people want the benefits, but they don't want the liability. And they're scared to death to go out and do what they need to do. And the other problem, I think, is a religious problem. If you're not going to be in this kingdom, then you've got to be in God's kingdom. And he's a hard ass. And you don't get to do fun stuff over there is how a lot of people view it. Well, and, I think uh, a lot of it is a lot of it is fear. You know, fear is yeah. used to keep people. To, fear is used to keep people tied to to what they think is a safer system, but it's actually the opposite. Well, yeah, usually well, what people benefit you it becomes a snare, and not everybody. John disagrees with me on some of this, so I mean, he's got a good point. I mean, kind of getting back to the religion side of it, you know, I know we've talked about it here on the show before, but I was actually going to bring it up again with the whole child support and 
you know, you go back to the late 60s when you were having the whole free love movement and then um, parents start getting divorces and, and that's kind of what started the whole problem. And again, it's like, you know, the, the government was usurping what had historically been the church's duties and obligations. Um, you know, it's kind of a more or less modern phenomenon for people to be legally allowed to get divorces without any fault. And I like historically in that common law, the only way that you're going to get a divorce is, you know, adultery. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, there has to be some pretty serious stuff going on in the relationship. You couldn't just leave because it's like, oh, well, I'm tired. You know, I'm tired now. I'm going to move on to the next one. And and really, when you think about it, it's like that's that's kind of a middle school, high school philosophy yeah. on a relationship. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you know, it's like the government encourages people to act like children and and to not have morals or or values. Just throw it away. Well, they're not. See, to me, this is, goes back to respect and honoring rights and contracts and agreements. It's like, you know, a lot of people don't think paying a ticket or going to jail for a DUI wreck where you hurt somebody and paying a fine is a benefit. But if you think about it, if you could just do that, I mean, You're kind of getting out of the consequences, and I agree with John. I mean, you look at what government, what basically what you can see government doing is replacing the creator with itself. Yeah. And, you know, I think those orders come from somewhere else up high or down low or however you want to look at it. But you can see a system that's been designed to completely, well, that was a good word, money Mike said, alienate to alienate man from his creator just like he did in the garden the first time right and then cause these issues that need to be repaired like people people not doing the right thing and then having some kind of a you know reprimand system in place so that they get reprimanded but it's actually the system that caused the problem in the first place well it's the people because the people allow that shit like if they would cling to the yeah, exactly. idea of right and wrong better, they wouldn't they wouldn't do this, and they respected each other's rights and property. They wouldn't, yeah. you know. But greed gets in the way, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I guess I I I said blame it on the system, but it is the people's fault in the end. Well, it's like again, the guy from Arkansas. Every time I get him on the phone, at some point during the call. It will go back into they're immoral and they're fraudulent and they do this and they force this and they force that. And I'm like, brother, look, they really don't. They really don't. And that little thing I'm going to do on this video is going to show how they really don't. I mean, there may come a point where that happens, but it's after you've already been in that system for 20, 30, 40, 50, 70 years. And then all of a sudden you want to change direction, but you don't want to notify anybody. Is let me ask this is this is the fraud that okay when people say that that is because i understand what they say what they mean when they say that they say oh they're fraudulent but is that really not 
a mirror that's actually reflecting back what we're we are <laughs> yeah. creating. Well, I don't even think that. I mean, dude, they don't hide it. It's all right. Let's just go back to the Constitution video. They tell you in the first sentence, man, who it's for. And if you understand English, you look right at it. It is there's like that one sentence should end. Rod Class, uh, what was that? What's that woman who's a Catholic Pope supporter lady that puts out crazy stuff all the time? I always oh, oh, her name. Anna, 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 Anna Von Rice. Rice. Good Lord, she makes my head explode. Yeah. If she, if she understood the English language well enough, she could look at that first freaking sentence understand what a proper noun is, and then they tell you it's for themselves and their posterity. <laughs> it's like, wow, man, can you guys not read that sentence and understand that this does not apply to you? But here's what it is. It has to. I believe it. I, the guy wrote that on Facebook today. I believe in two things, the Constitution and the Declaration. <clears throat> yeah. There's a lot of people being misled with that stuff still, and and they're good people. Well, I mean, it's poetic words, you know, like especially the Declaration of Independence. I mean, who hasn't felt like that at some point in time? Oh, yeah. But now think of the irony. Now, you're watch, you want to watch a mind, a mind hump. Watch this one, okay? Who was almost instrumental in creating the liberals, but controlling them and making them stay in the system while telling them they wanted to leave. Um, this guy, so it's like everybody knows who this man is. And he, he took his fist and he just pulled it in and out of everybody's head. And, and nobody got it. Ron Paul. Oh. Oh. Ron Paul, dude. And what's funny yeah. is Ron Paul woke me up that something was wrong, and I was able to go on to the next step. But most people yeah, got same. stuck. Yeah, same here. I, that's how I kind of fell into everything. Yeah. Yeah. But think about it. What did he talk about? He, he kept your mind completely focused on the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and government mandates, and they aren't operating right, and they have to stay. And what did he do? He made you go, you guys aren't doing right. And he had us saying, you're not acting like the Constitution says you're supposed to. Ah. And, and what's, what's everybody controlled by? The Constitution yeah. idea. Talk what about a, joke, a mind rape, dude. That's how smart these people are. That guy was going to retire. His son needed a position in Congress. They said, you run for president. Don't worry about it. We'll pay for it. You say this, 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 that, and that, and this. And he said, okay. And we'll make Rand, and we'll pull Rand in. It'll be all right. And your legacy will live on. You can't tell yeah, me that Ron Paul didn't know what he was saying. That he doesn't understand the 14th Amendment. That he didn't understand what the Civil War stood for. That he didn't understand man. what the Declaration and the Constitution stood for. You cannot convince me that that man didn't know what he was doing. Talk about the timing, too. They knew exactly when people were going to need that pressure release. And they knew again when they put Trump in, and they said the Trump-Pence sound 
and they got him all pro-America. And what do they always do before they go to war? They get the home team all excited. Woohoo! we're America. Yeah! Gets everybody on the team. We're all Americans here. We're going to make money. Look at this. I'm going to get rid of these regulations. We're going to have industry. This is America, by God. This is NASCAR America. Oh, yeah, they did that the other day. They're getting ready to take us to war bigger than crap. You watch. Or they're going to collapse the economy. Something's coming. Well, I don't know. You've been watching this coronavirus thing? Yeah, that, a little bit. I don't know. Who even knows if that's even happening, though? I've seen a lot of weird, I don't know, I've seen a lot of footage that's just kind of looked odd to me. Like what? Footage. Just footage that looked like it was staged, <clears throat> like it was overblown. Like, uh, like, uh, I yeah. mean, I, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't think you can exactly stage shutting down a city like New York. Well, they got so many empty ghost cities over there. I mean, they built so many cities that didn't even have people living in them from true. a couple of years ago. They, they had tons that of cities. That were just, yeah. That's that's what I thought about first. I thought to myself, I was like, how did they get to, you know, I was like, wow, there's so many people that are missing. And then I thought to myself, well, wait a minute. What about those ghost cities that they had? And they, everybody was putting those articles up about how they there was nobody living in them. And they had brand new apartments that were falling apart. Yep. And they were still building more. Exactly. Well, I mean, I'll say this. We'll probably all find out here in a month or two because... You know, if it is out there and it's for real, freaking, uh, it'll get pretty crazy pretty soon. Yep. Yeah. Because they're not going to have any way of really locking it down at this point. If it's out, it's out. If it is Just real, did you, hear, did you uh, hear what they did? I think it was like 12 or 14 people tested positive for it. They put them on a plane and flew back to the U.S. anyway. And they said, oh, it was just a mistake. If it is real, that's bad. Say that. Well, I think they knew that they were flying the people back who tested positive for it, but they were just going to put them. Because I know, like, uh, the other night when I was watching the news, um, it was talking about uh, when they had the last pickup flight or whatever, several people tested positive for it. And um, they ended up bringing them back, and they had them quarantined on the airplane. And then they're just going to have to spend extra time in quarantine. Now, that's not the part that's really kind of like, whoa. The part that's really whoa for me is um, on that flight, a woman who was working as a nurse on the flight in full hazmat gear got sick. Oh, man, that's bad. So, and the uh, cruise ship that they quarantined in Japan, um, you know, like they still don't have the full infection rate, but it looks like, you know, 25 to 27% of the cruise ship got the coronavirus. Uh -huh. You know, the nurse could have contracted it before she got in that suit, though. Somehow. But, yeah, I mean, if that's the case, that's rough. All right. 
I don't think that's all reports. That suit. Do so I don't think that. I don't think it. Hold on, hold on. There's too many people talking. Who said what about the suit? Well, I said I, I I can't I can't believe that you know it just passes through a hazmat suit. There had to be a break in the suit or some kind of cross contamination. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I even if there was a break in the suit, that's still an incredibly contagious virus. Yeah, especially if it's a positive pressure suit. And I think they've discovered that it can, uh, like, hibernate up to 30 days. Yeah, I mean, you know, people can get it when they're, like, uh, you can get it from somebody who's asymptomatic, which means they have it, but they're not showing symptoms yet. And I do think that they have something to the effect of it can be asymptomatic where you're not showing symptoms for up to 14 or 21 days. A couple of countries like, uh, I think, I forgot what, maybe Taiwan are doing um, quarantines now for 21 days. Well, here's the, here's the other thing, too. The day of the antibiotics, I'm not even sure antibiotics would be an issue, but those days are gone. They're saying antibiotics are stopping working on people, and there was yeah, no you money can't use antibiotics on viruses. I'm just saying, there's not they're running out of options. The plagues do is kind of what I was getting at. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like the really bad plagues have all been viruses, and, you know, there's no amount of antibiotics that can treat a virus. That's just for infections and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, when you have an infection, an antibiotic would do pretty well. Especially for a toothache. <laughs> <laughs> That was a long weekend, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Put some Robitussin on it. Robitussin. Tussin. But I, I don't know, man. <clears throat> I've just been getting these words in my head. That's why I want to do some of these little short videos on them. John's, John's smarter than me. He's got the ability to do fancy videos. I do kitchen videos. And, and dry erase boards. I can't I can't make all those fancy videos. Hey JC, that you there? Yeah, I'm here. What happened Sunday night? You remember you were supposed to get that call? Uh, yeah, you didn't call. Well, you told me you were going to text me or call me if she called in at 10.30. No, I told you to call to call at 10.30 because that's when she was planning on calling. I thought you said you were going to text me or call me and let me know she did call. I was tired. Was I probably just misunderstood you. It was implied. <laughs> it may have been, man. I mean, I was working like crazy that whole week before. So, I mean, I, apparently I just misunderstood them. I stayed up and everything. I wanted to go to sleep so bad I couldn't stand it. 
Yeah, I think I might know the guy. No, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I think I might know the guy that you were talking about from Arkansas. I'm not sure. Maybe it's somebody I know, but. Did he move there from California recently? Uh, actually, no. I don't okay. think so. Yeah, be, nope. Yeah, else different. All right. yeah, I mean, I've known this guy for a long time. I've been trying to help him for a long time. Right. He's come a long way, but he's still, you know, the thing is, too, not only fear, somebody mentioned fear is the thing, but you know what yeah. else really gets people? Anger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The anger thing will actually get you closer to trouble than fear because, like, every everything to him is a confrontation, and it's like a Don Quixote moment for him. It's like... uh and I mean, we all went through that. I went through that stage. It's it's just this anger, and I, and it's because you're unsteady. You know, it's like one moment you think, oh yeah, man, I get that, and then yeah, but you know these codes and it. And I think that messes with your head and that instability. <laughs> the more stuff I learn, the less angry I am. Does that make any sense? Yeah, me too. Totally. It's like totally. I mean, I don't even know how to describe that. It takes a lot to get me angry about it now. It really does. Oh, and I just want to point something out tonight, too, for all the cop haters. Did, uh, and you guys can look this up on WCYB.com. In Greenville last night, they had a Cobb County deputy come down to Green County to a Lowe's and pull a gun on his girlfriend, and the cop was there. I don't know the total story yet, but I do know this part. Somehow the cop got the gun away from him, and the guy got back to his car and grabbed a second gun. And keep in mind, this guy's in his deputy uniform, okay, in an adjacent county. He's, like, from a total different county. And uh, the other cop drew down and shot and killed him right there in the parking lot in uniform. And this was in so, Greenville, South Carolina? No, uh, Tennessee. Uh some girl he was dating. He got upset about it. Apparently really upset. Yeah, that's one uh, of the things that every so they'll even shoot their own. On. Yeah. The anger thing comes into play with all the stuff going on in the world, like like this this abortion thing and the you know, the coronavirus and they're doing this and they're doing that. And just the the constant barrage of situations to make you angry, I think, is also a design thing to keep you from being able to peacefully process information and, you know, maybe maybe learn some things because you're stuck in reactive modes, you know, just in general people are, you know. Um, and I think a lot of times that's, I don't know where the design comes from, but it comes from somewhere. Maybe it's just inherent in, in the nature of people. Now it kind of feeds on itself and regenerates itself. You know, the anger, the anger cycle, the anger news cycle. Well, I mean, we were talking about this the other week about, you know, I was kind of 
bringing up how I think when people are waking up in this world, they kind of go through the five stages of grief when, you know, the world that they thought it was and believed in is kind of dying. Um, and anger is definitely one of those prevalent stages. And that's why I think Alex Jones kind of did so well and does so well is because he presents that anger and gives people an emotional outlet to express it while they're kind of waking up and, and figuring out what's really going on and truthful in the world. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I would agree hey. with that about Alex. Yeah. Yeah, my I listened to him, and that's definitely what it fed for me. I li- I listened to him for a little bit when I first started waking up. I think he's crazier than hell, but yeah, I mean, even the people who listen to him understand that he's crazy, you know. <laughs> Oh, you, you mean Bill Hicks? Can somebody what? Uh, I was gonna look. I was gonna try to upload this photo. It's just a photo of uh, Bill Hicks. Um, is it the conspiracy of Bill Hicks and uh, what's his name? Oh, no, yeah. it's, it's it's it has to do with the the chakras of the of a man. The, the color chakra where anger is. Anger is just below. It's kind of like in a zone that's just like on the third level up. And then it goes down into desire, fear, grief, grief, apathy, shame, and guilt. But then above it, it goes into pride, courage, neutrality, willingness, acceptance, reason, and then on up to enlightenment. But there's the anger thing is like it can go one direction or the other. You can you can either expand into positiveness or you can contract down into um, into um, you know worse things. I agree with that 100%. That's just like anything. Like if you've ever been in a job where there was a great amount of fear, bravery is not not being afraid. It's operating calmly and doing what you need to do through the fear or that, anger. Or that, anger. That, that gives me an interesting realization uh, about um, most claimants themselves are usually angry. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, I would say... Yeah, I'd say a lot of people who go to court, you know, are fairly angry and it's pretty understandable uh, with everything that they're going through. Um, But it definitely does not help at all. I would say the best thing to do is, is kind of get to the acceptance of what reality is and then just try and put your best feet forward. I'll tell you this, I can't remember who said it now, but talking about the reason they're so angry is looking in the mirror at the, you know, I think that's an incredibly accurate statement because 
<clears throat> to me, one of the hardest things, and I, I mean, I truly believe I accepted it pretty quickly. And that benefited me in a, to a great degree because I learned what, I don't, you know, I still have a long way to go, but I learned a lot very quickly because, I don't know, I was just able to turn all that around and just accept what I was hearing as the truth and accept the responsibility of what I caused by my belief. And it messed with me a little bit. But uh, being able to accept the fact that, you know, we actually kind of caused this problem ourselves. You know, granted, the deck was stacked against us, but still, I mean, we hold a certain amount of responsibility, I think. Yeah, I think it always pays to look at the, you know, the log in your own eye before you point out the splinter. You know, if anything, we should feel sorry for those people because, man, they're hopelessly, almost hopelessly lost in that system. Like, they need the answers we've got as much or more than we do right now, right? Yeah. So that helped me get rid of the anger. It's like, well, wait a minute. They went to the same school, man. They believed the same stuff that I did just a year ago or two years or five years. Like, I was them. That kind of helped me get rid of my anger. I think there's a lot of people now that are that are learning good stuff, and uh, but they just haven't gotten the full picture yet. And they've tried some things, and they're angry. You know, I think this happened to me about seven years ago. And, um, you know, I was being yelled at in court and, um, you know, I was pretty pissed off about it. I mean, I, I thought it was funny too, and I just kind of gave up, but I was also mad about it. Um, you know, that I put in so much work and effort into what I thought was good and I was on the right path. It's just that I hadn't gotten the full picture yet. Um, but through through some of my anger and whatnot, I just kind of gave up on stuff for a while and let things go and uh, went back to my old life, which was okay. I mean, I, I guess that's what I needed, you know, but I was definitely mad about it. Yeah, well, I'm a big believer, and I know that Sean doesn't really believe I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason and when it's time to, you know, you can call it fate. I don't know if I actually call it fate, but I I think that whatever created us has a purpose. And when, when it wishes for us to see that purpose, it lets us know. Yeah, I would agree that I'm, I wasn't actually ready back then i mean i didn't know that now then but i know it now i uh i may have i may have ended up sabotaging my myself so it may have been a natural protection that kicked in for me to lose <laughs> well i mean did you learn something from it oh definitely i definitely did i mean i i was still able to to come away without you know without being all pissed off i mean i i definitely definitely learned you know and um you know i was i'm lucky that i was able to always you know get something out of every experience you know and um, i mean i'd say as long as you're learning you're not necessarily losing 
Yeah, yeah. I think I'd have to agree with that. Well, I was, I'm relating that experience to what I see a lot of people going through now, you know, and um, maybe they're just not ready to see it yet, you know. Yeah, I think I agree with that, too. I think your mind can only handle so much at a time sometimes. Well, I mean, <laughs> what a great analogy. Like, think about Neo in The Matrix, right? When they show him, hey, the hair on your head's changed, and you don't have this, and you don't have the tube sticking out, and he it finally hit him. Oh, shit. I'm not, it's, whoa. And that's, I mean, it's overwhelming to some people, you know? That's really, really freaking deep. But to get to the other side of it, where he's standing in the hall, and he sees the matrix for what it is, the code, and it's a joke, and he understands how to operate in and out of it, and look what he does. I mean, but at the end, he has to, you know, that movie was had a lot of really deep stuff in it. Yeah, I mean, that movie had a lot of really deep stuff in it, but it's like, it's almost like a double-edged sword, because the whole culture and genre of movies like that, where you know, people are faced with the problem and then that problem gets solved in two hours. You know, yep. it, it creates some type of expectation for people when they actually have problems in their own lives, you know? And then they start getting frustrated because it's not, you know, they're not getting solved. Yeah, I mean, it's a journey, right? I think that's a good way well, everything's to describe a journey. it. You know, it's not like, it's just, I mean, you, you know, we can't just blink and be there. It definitely took us a little while to get away from the source. It's going to take us a little while to work our way back. But, I mean, I agree with what John said. Just because you're not winning doesn't mean you're losing or however you put it. But, I mean, even mistakes can be successes because they make you who you are. I mean, think about every mistake you've ever made brought you to where you're at tonight to where you finally asked a question think about how many other people never got in the car and went on a journey and got lost at all never even tried and they're hopelessly lost like they can't even fathom what we talk about it's like i mean can you can you imagine what it would be like on their side again and hear some of the stuff we say doesn't have to sound insane I think my wife actually likes me, and she looks at me like I'm insane sometimes. <laughs> what do you, what mean, do you mean? Just some of the, to the, the topics here? Yeah, I mean, it's like, think about it. You look at somebody and go, yeah, man, but you're acting like a person, and the person is part of this and that and this and that and that, and the reason you lost your rights is because you went into that and got an attorney when you did an attorney, your representation, which is a fiction of law. And you say just a, like a paragraph... <laughs> <laughs> I know. Their, I know. Their brain, you can see the drool forming at the corner of their mouth. Their eyes are <laughs> glassed over. <laughs> Liquids are pouring out of there. They're like, what? What? Yeah. what are you talking about? Are you on something? Person. What are you? Everybody's a yeah. person. You know, yeah. I mean, think about how nuts some of the stuff we say sounds. And then put that. It's like, again, the guy from Arkansas, he's so he's such a great dude, man. Like, he's got a heart. 
the size of the earth. He's just a great dude. But he just, uh, he just, he's a trip. Yeah, it takes that, a while, that, I guess. Yeah. It does, man. You know, it really does. And it keeps you. He get, he'll go into, like, he's got bits and parts of a lot of stuff, and he's kind of starting to put it together. So when he starts trying to explain to people because he wants to help them so bad, it sounds jumbled. So he, you know what I'm saying? It kind of like, well, I guess we all went through that stage, right? You know, we knew a part of this. We understood that. The birth certificate, the straw man, and we had the straw man was a big thing, and it takes time. Different people learn at different rates, and John's right. It's easy to get frustrated and back out and just be like, ah. Oh. I mean, I remember the day the court case ended, that next week when I got that call, I just quit everything for a bit. I mean, John and I were talking all the time, but I just quit thinking about anything like that for the most part because it was just, I was so burned out. Sometimes you just need a break. And mistakes are what brought me to where there could be that kind of an outcome, you know? Right. John and I met through me making a mistake. I gained a good friend out of that. Um, I made the mistake of trusting Carl too much. Didn't ever put <laughs> my trust in a man like that. Hey, but if that hadn't happened and I hadn't tried to help Paul, uh, Paul and you hadn't tried to help Paul, which you know wasn't a mistake that we tried to help him, but it was a waste of time. <laughs> it was definitely a waste of time. He actually <laughs> sent me a text this evening. Oh my gosh, you're kidding! Uh, no, he's he's got somebody's cell phone in prison. I guess he gets to use it every now and then. He didn't. He's not got some new scheme, does he? I don't know. He sent me something on the legal society. Blah blah oh blah, blah 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 blah. I, do, I was just it. like, who is this? Frank How much Walnuts. more time does he have in there? Um, what? <clears throat> Probably two years. So he's halfway done. Oh my gosh. And wow. he'll get out four months early on good behavior. And that would hella suck. I mean, I just wonder if, like, after he gets out, if it'll be over for him or not. Like, if he's going to go back and try and still make an issue out of it. He would, no, I don't think he'll be that dumb. It's Paul. (laughs) Wow. You'd have to be pretty. Dude, I think if I got hammered that hard, I'd just go ahead and leave. And be like, okay, this party isn't fun anymore. At least not playing by these rules. I better learn some new rules. Yeah, I don't think I'd be... uh... You're right, though. He he probably would. If anybody would, he would. (laughs) (laughs) He would, man. He'd be like, you know, I got a point to prove. 
I just know that guy doesn't have a law license. Well, uh, anyways, talking about Paul, it kind of brings up a good point to uh, kind of talk about because, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people who have been listening to Carl, you know, something that we hear all the time is that, you know, they got to have a claim. You got to do a claim before they go into court. And just so that this is very loud and clear, Paul would have never gotten arrested had he not filed a claim against the state actors. They, they would have never uh, filed a warrant against them. They would have let everything go. And because he actually filed um, Carl Lynn-style claims against the ATF agent, the police officer, and there's someone else in there. I think it might have been the uh, the prosecutor. I don't remember. Anyways, as soon as he did that, they came back and had him arrested. I think within a week, um, he was about to get onto a plane to go over to England, and they stopped him at the airport and took him down for booking. So you know, doing a Carl Lentz claim is not always the best thing to do right off the bat. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> now, I've seen it hurt a lot of people. So the reason why, I mean, it, because of the power of the claim and he's going after all those people um, when he really shouldn't have been because of kind of what we were just talking about, how he was probably in a position that he got himself into anyway, and then he was trying to blame somebody else. Is, is that kind of the gist of why he shouldn't have been doing that because he didn't really have well, think, it. well think about it he was a citizen they had every jurisdiction over him to, to make him adhere to all their little rules and stuff if he was acting as a citizenry aspect so what was he finally oh, he, claim again so he was he was trying to he didn't he didn't establish that first that he wasn't a citizen oh no he's a citizen yeah, yeah, he's a he's a naturalized, went into a courtroom, swore an oath of allegiance to the United States. Oh, a real citizen. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a real citizen, man. Like they had total jurisdiction over that man. He went into a, um, he went into a court and swore oath and all that stuff. Like he's really he's really a citizen. But you know, the real thing is is that. He went over to England. He thought he was getting illegal silencers. He tries to conceal <laughs> them to the best of his ability and smuggle them back into the country. And, you know, the guy who uh, convinced him to go and do this was apparently working as a informant for the local police station. And, uh, but, you know, I mean, they had all this evidence where he's communicating on a private email server back and forth talking about the silencers. I mean, he thought that he had broken the law. And then when they raided his house and they turned it upside down, um, I mean, he was making a claim because he said he lost a bunch of helicopter records, you know, and that it was going to cost him this, that, and the other. But I don't know. I mean, I never saw a problem with the helicopter records when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it couldn't have been that much of an issue because it was ongoing for what two, three years. Yeah, at least. 
<clears throat> so, you know, I mean, it wouldn't have been that big of an issue. He still doesn't have the helicopter records. He still doesn't have anything. And now he's sitting in prison for, you know, four years. He got sentenced to four years. And, wow. and he might have even been able to get out of the prison sentence if he would have just not accused the prosecutor of being a federal or not being a federal prosecutor. Which he was begged not to do. He just, it was like he just was destined to go there. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, to get back to your original question, JD, or at least what I kind of presume it to be, I mean, the reason that they went after him was because, you know, he was basically getting away with, um, you know, with smuggling firearms into the United States. <laughs> Sounds so silly. Anyways, from from England. <laughs> of all places, England. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, that was the first thing I thought. It's like, you can't buy anything in England legally that you can't get in the United States. You know? But yeah. Like, it just doesn't happen. So, so this whole thing it's, about the, sorry, the the swearing, you know, the swearing, the oath and everything. Can, can we just talk about that for a second? Because I, I don't think a lot of people understand that. That the citizenship has to, for well, it to be valid. Well, you know, let, let me just finish this. Yeah, but the reason yeah. they got so upset with him and they went after him the way that they did is because he truly believed and thought that he was breaking the law. And then he went and sued all of the law enforcement officers who weren't even accusing him at that time of breaking the law. <laughs> like, he should have just count his, counted his happy blessings and moved on in life. So he preempted it? Yeah. Yeah. He was never charged um, for probably two months after he got back and they, you know, raided his house and got the supposed silencers. Um, and then as soon as he went and filed the claims against those people, they arrested him within a week or two weeks. Yeah, I'd say about that. Yeah. So, but anyways, uh, getting back yeah. to the citizen and um naturalization and and whatever i'm actually going to step away for a minute so i'll be back in just a minute but okay. sean i'm sure would love to talk about this subject <laughs> that was assumptive <laughs> uh pass it off to sean well, i mean well just so, think about what he did he went into a court and he swore an oath of allegiance to be the surety to the United States and be under its authority. Well, then he went he out was, and did what he go ahead. Because he was he was he was uh British. He wasn't he wasn't okay, because he was British. Okay. Right. Which is kind of an ironic thing considering technically we're you know, anybody who's in the United States is actually a British citizen. <laughs> so it's actually really fun. It's yeah, it's a double backed like conundrum yeah 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 i mean it's like uh, they're still british subjects uh, but you have to be in a you know it's like canada ceded to the to the articles of confederation most people don't know that 
But anyway, so he went in, and then, like, so he goes over. It's it's the same premise that if you sell a bag of oregano because you think it's weed and somebody buys a bag of oregano because they think it's weed, you're both going to get charged in most states. Yep. Okay. And and it's because you you thought you were doing wrong. So it's like you convicted yourself, and that's what he did. Like he was his own worst enemy. He, everything he did, and, and here's why, because in his heart, he believed he was wrong. And that's why he couldn't be man. Like I actually told him at one point he was godless because it was just it was so ridiculous. And that sounds right. judgmental, but you would have had to have been in the conversation. Like he was just out of control. You know, it's like he wouldn't choose one thing. Or it's like okay, you're saying out of one side of your mouth you didn't believe you did wrong, and then this other way you're acting like you did. So you know, he goes in. He's a citizen. So in his mind. He was supposed to obey their rules. So he knew he was breaking the rules or thought he was. And they and then he puts a claim on them and that's what pissed them off and they hammered that ass because yeah. he did that. Moral of the story is don't file a claim. I guess there's no need have- to really. No, if you've never... No, that, there are times the, when there's a need to right. file a claim. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, well, I say it not like. in the beginning. I don't think in the it, beginning. Well, it, it depends on the situation. I mean, it's like... That I would agree with that. The, uh, you you know, when the boss freaking took the guy's paycheck the day after Christmas. There's well, a time to file a, a claim. Well, that was different. Yeah. I'm talking about... Yeah. And we were talking about citizens. Uh, my bad. A bona fide. Yeah, sorry, I just kind of jumped back. No, on. I mean that's where you left me, man. <laughs> a bona fide. So you're talking about because he's a bona fide citizen. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or acting as one. Like, like, okay, I'll give you an example. The guy from uh, Arkansas is upset because they pulled him over. And it, you know, it's like, well, wait a minute. You had a driver's license for forty some years. <laughs> You've never notified anybody that you're not wanting to be a citizen. And you and it doesn't count telling the cop on the side of the road at eleven thirty at night. Like you He's like, Well you still go to jail. I said, Absolutely. You're gonna go to jail. But you got then you're gonna have to go to court. Does it suck? Yeah, but it took hundred and fifty years to get here. Two hundred years. Three hundred, you know, it's like when you've made a bed, it takes a little while, you know. It's easy to unmake it. You got to remake it again, and you got you're gonna have to let them know, and it's gonna take them a little while to figure out that. Oh, okay, okay, we were arrested twice, and he's won in court both times. Then everybody gonna start leaving you alone. All right. Yeah. But they're not they're not fraudulent or immoral because they pulled you over. I don't agree with that. It just it's it's just what they do. You know, there's no thought to it. You know what I mean? That's just they were hired to do that. That's what they've been taught their whole lives. You know. Now, when you tell them, "Hey, just letting you know," and you make them aware, and then they start acting like a jerk, we're moving into different territory now. Right now, but you're right. Yeah. You're giving them proper notice. 
Like, hey, I notified the Attorney General of the United States and of this state. Let them know I wasn't a citizen. They agreed. Just making you aware. Here's a copy of the letter. If you want to read it. You're not going to read it, but if you wanted to, it's right here. You know, you can do however you want to do it. I mean, some people don't want to talk to them. Some people want to say something. But do it cordially and do it, you know, properly. No, I'm just saying there's no need to get mad, but because if you're acting as a citizen, dude, and they pull you over, you don't have a claim. What the hell's your claim? You don't need to go to court. I claim he was doing his job. Yeah. Like Carl's right. claim. Here's the claim. All right, John, I was wrong. I announced to the world. I was wrong, John. I just thought about it. There is one claim everybody must make when they go to court, and that is that you're a wrong. Or a woman. That's the only claim you need to file. Because you make that claim, right. you remove the jurisdiction. That's it. You know. If there was an error, if there ever was an error on the record, you just corrected it. Now it's public notice. I've made you aware. They're aware. Everybody's aware. That's what I am. That's who I am. So if you meant that, yeah, I would agree with that claim. But you should have something already before that, maybe, filed. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're ready yeah. to do it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you should always have something filed before you go to court. Oh, Even no, but I mean, before that. He, no, yeah, he means to the attorney general. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's always going to help. You know, I mean, the people who are just going in there and, and listening to the show and haven't really taken any steps to notify anybody, they they definitely in the court do not look at them as being as real as somebody who has gone through the whole process, notified the proper people. Um, and from what I've found is typically they leave those people alone. It's like when I went up to uh, help Sean the first time, uh, I ever went over to his house. I was looking at the paperwork, and you know they had a bunch of statutes written in there on things that they had done procedurally and this and that. And when I was looking up one of them, um, it said something to the effect of before they start a civil suit from the IRS, they have to contact the attorney general's office and get permission. And uh, you know the attorney general can deny or confirm that they can push the suit. So my guess is, is that when people write to the attorney general, they probably get their name on a list. And if the, uh, you know, if the USA, you know, the United States attorney writes to them and is asking permission to go after somebody and their name's on that list, my guess is that they just kind of go ahead and deny it and they don't give them any reason. Yeah. Whereas if you never wrote that letter, if you never informed anybody, they would go ahead and give them the go ahead. And I think they have to sense that there's a a sincerity to it. That's where the duplicity thing, I think, hurts people. My buddy from Arkansas uh, just posted up on on the chat saying sorry guys storm can't get can't join tonight phone won't get out do what? something like that 
Uh, the guy from Arkansas. I'm not here. Yeah, I thought he was on the call. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, we were talking earlier. Arkansas. Huh? Me and Sean were talking earlier. No, I've been on it. Oh, you're you're from Arkansas? No, I think that's somebody else. I think that's um, that may be Curtis. I'm not sure. No, that's not. No, it's not his name. No, it's a a guy I know. Like I've been talking to him for years. No, the this guy G one G one might be Curtis. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about my guy. Yeah, somebody else. I think that. Yeah, yeah, that's him. He says. That's cool. No, I was. Um, I asked him to get on the show tonight. Like he's he's got good questions, man. Like, I mean, he's searching like crazy. I don't know if you guys pray or just meditate or think about it, but everybody listen to help the guy, man. Throw him some love. I mean, he's trying like crazy. I work so hard at it, and he gets so twisted up and angry, and it's like ah. I told him today. I said, man, you need to watch the wind blow branches and leaves in the trees. Start smiling a little bit. Well, maybe this. Maybe some of the stuff that you're getting ready to do will help. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, that's why John and I do it. I mean, really, it's just to help people. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Technically, we're not getting anything out of this other than helping our fellow man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good job. I just like the fact, I know John does because we talked about it. It's just, again, we got a lot of great callers, man. A lot of good people in the groups. Better people are getting in on Facebook. And by better, I just mean more learned. And, and hey, JC, before we hang up, I, bring up, I want to bring up that issue, man, we talked about. Um, sure. About, you don't uh, remember. I understood what that meant. <laughs> The one where I was talking about where we're starting to get people who have more knowledge, we can start working together on bigger projects. Like really coming together. We always talked about building numbers. You know, we're getting people who have more knowledge on the subject. We can start, you know, kind of forming something a little bigger, a little more outreach more effective because you know different people have different talents some people are really great at computers some aren't i.e i'm not so if people want to kind of get involved probably just need to let us know and maybe we can just sit down and have a talk one night to see what kind of stuff throw some ideas back and forth and see how we can get this message out a little more effectively Yeah, I got some ideas. There you go. You can have some, maybe have a roundtable discussion soon. We should. I've got a free conference call thing. It's owned by the same people that own this talk shoe, but it's like a private room you go into, and it can still be recorded. You just have to give everybody the code. I guess technically that's exactly what this show's like. So, anyway, it's free conference call. But only people can get on there that are invited. Like nobody even knows it, you know, it's there. So it's the only way it's a little different. 
That'd be cool. And doesn't each all have like a different recording number that you got to use? <clears throat> yeah, like you call in on one number and I'll give you a code for that. And you'll use that same code to go in for the recording. And it, you know, and it's only people that we invite, like it's a, a private call. Yeah, but um, it's not like the code, you can't use the code and go get other calls from the same no, account nope. or whatever. Nope. Just that one recording. So <clears throat> anybody's interested in that, fire an, e you know, an email over or a message or something like that, or we'll try to set up, set up something just to have a little roundtable discussion and see what ideas we can come up with. Box ticking. Speaking of ticking, it's 11 o'clock and I'm tired. Yeah, BB. Good night. You are on the call kind of soon. Okay, I'll make it quick. Hold on. Hey, shut up. Eddie, I've been trying to figure out what you guys are talking about. I'm a targeted individual. I was just kind of, you know, going to different talk show calls, and it sounds like you might know what us folks are about. Yeah, I've heard of the targeted individual group. It's the people that, that believe that they're targeted by the government and different yeah, governmental well. personnel. Some of us are targeted by the government, or you could be tar targeted as depending on who you're targeted by. There's been people, and I know that you guys are against claims from what I can hear. Um, there's a couple of them that are highly targeted, and one actually was made to get so sick that she died, and we all believe it was murder. If you talk to her before she disappeared off the call, there was nothing wrong with her, and then all of a sudden, boom, she's gone. Um, she had, it, it usually, in some cases it has to do with a lawsuit. She had sued her dead husband's partner who was trying to steal her money. And that's when it all started happening. And there was somebody else that, that sued her boss for, I don't know what she couldn't say, but that's when it all started happening. And I'm assuming there's some of you guys that's happening too, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely had people sit outside my house all night. Yeah, yeah, so you're targeted. Oh, you know, I, honestly, I think there's either, <laughs> there's two types of people. There's targeters and targetees. <laughs> and there ain't nothing else. And there's a lot of people that just don't understand they're getting targeted. You know, they think it's weird coincidences. Oh, it's so, a late night lounge might be on. Yeah, if you could ruminate on that. Um, I'll probably listen to your next call. And is it on the same time every week? Uh, yeah, every week we start off at about 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't really know how to set up shows because I don't spend that much time on talk shows. So people yeah. just call in and, you know, if we're yeah, not going to do a show, we typically announce it the week before. But whenever we don't do a show, it's always 4th of July or christmas or thanksgiving okay okay so if you guys could think on it i'm pretty sure i know why i'm getting and i'm certain it's the government but 
there's other people, you know, it seems to be they're throwing red herrings in like young people. Um, there are people who are whistleblowers, they for sure are getting targeted, but it's mostly old people and disabled people. <laughs> so that kind of tells you what's going on right there, if you can think about that a little bit. Um, it, it, it's for real happening. It's today, I don't know if you guys are old enough to know the song um, by a flock of seagulls, Iran. Yeah, I'm old enough. <laughs> okay, you know the song. Well, that's from 82, I believe. I heard it twice. I was picking something up at Walmart as soon as I picked it up. Um, like the next song was Iran. So, you know, they, they put that in, but I also was, at Burger King on my computer with my own hotspot. And, you know, I was there for about 10 minutes and I ran and played again. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's for real. It's just, if you guys could, you know, think on your end what, what to do about it. Right now I'm not listening to them because they got a bunch of holy rollers on there and it's got nothing to do with religion they it's so oh, it's demons it's the reptilian shapeshifters and the anunnaki and all this other stuff it's not it's people it's the government no really yeah. I, I'm, no, I'm, you I'm, said I'm, I'm a 33rd degree mason and they're you know it's the anunnaki and they're going to be coming back to get us in the year 2300 or something it's like no i don't think so yeah, I'll just say this. Anybody who's an actual 33rd degree Freemason is not going to get on one of those shows and start talking about it. Yeah, that yeah, would I'm be true. Sure that's accurate. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. 2,400. Yeah. Okay. Now, if I was an interview, I'd do it. Tenning. Sometimes yeah, they they're really travel. entertaining, but it's always they, scary. They travel in different circles. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll go ahead and kind of tell you some of my thoughts, and that is, is that there's there's a lot of the people in the kind of targeted individual movement that you know are probably a little dimsy. They're not. Yeah, yeah. There's they're, some they're that are not. Flat out um, nuts. No, they're, they're just. But, but again, like I, I've lived such a life where it's like just because you're paranoid you know, it doesn't mean they're not out to get uh, you. That's right. So. Right. One of my favorite sayings, and my other favorite saying is, if you're not paranoid, you're not paying attention. Yeah, I mean, I definitely I believe in paranoids. I definitely think that people need to pay more attention. Um, and there are definitely times. I mean, I've seen people get targeted. Um, but it definitely wasn't by any reptilians or, or space aliens or anything like that. Yeah. And, and typically it is because of things that they're doing. Um, you know, if they're active in, in a lawsuit that's causing a lot of issues or, or whatever. I mean, the gentleman that we were talking about um, before the show kind of started to end, but Paul, Paul was definitely being targeted by them. Yeah. I think everybody should be paranoid. The world needs more noise. Yeah. No, I, no, 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 I, no, uh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait. Be alert. <laughs> alert. Be alert. Yeah, that's right. The well, world would... needs more alerts. 
There you go. I would say, yeah, but I time. can say what I want to, man. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes the paranoia is uh, fuel. It can be fueled very easily by people that, like, let's say they want to mess with you a little bit. They may be able mm-hmm. to do like some kind of a silly thing, like play a song like that, just to mess with your head. And then it gets right. out, it, and then you get all freaked out. And somebody may have done that, but it may not mean anything. They're just messing with your mm-hmm. head. Well, I, yeah, I, I think understand if they really it. want to target you, they'll just show up at your house like they did me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I have them breaking in in the middle of the night. Um, I believe I'm under hypnosis. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I know when it, I was sent by doctors to get some bogus operation and the more i look at it the more i know i at first i thought it was they were just trying to suck dollars out of my insurance company but um i think it was a little more nefarious than that um but i first i am almost positive i'm letting somebody in i'm waking up and letting them in in the middle of the night and i have a really good idea some are saying no it's not your neighbors and some are saying oh i know it's the neighbors i don't know if you guys know what a caucasian or sharka is i have an extremely high aggression caucasian she bit me real good at eight weeks and she growls and hates everybody the woman who trained her for the first eight weeks this dog was sitting um at eight weeks old it would sit it would stand it would down it would do you know all your basic stuff well she came by when she was about a year old the dog completely forgot her and wanted to kill her now there's one person on the block who this dog just never growls at never and she hates everybody so yeah well i would probably uh try and get some type of security system it doesn't work it doesn't work uh, i'll get something hidden about Geico. Uh, what do you it mean doesn't, it doesn't work? It doesn't work. Believe me, it, just it doesn't shuts work. Off? No, um, they can they can loop it. Wireless is totally worthless. I don't know if you know like the doors when they have like magnetic trips. Sorry about that. All, they're worthless. Any any all someone has to do is take a paper clip, go down up and down the um the jam until they find where it is, and then you throw another mi- another magnet on the other side of it, and it disables it because it doesn't notice that the two magnets are pulling apart. Dude, if you know somebody I mean? wants, if somebody's going to go through all that trouble, they're going to they're going to shoot you in the head. Um, if I, I don't think that hard. If I had to work that hard to get in the house, man, somebody's going down. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I I well, wish I could wake up in the middle of the night and catch them, but it's not happening. So I well, I know other people that are in this, and and they always have they have more than one person um, living there, and somebody's always up. So well, it's yeah, it's getting late here, and this isn't yeah, something let, that we're gonna figure out tonight. But we will be here yeah. Wednesday at nine p.m. So next okay. Wednesday, and that is. What was next Wednesday? February something. February 26th. So next Wednesday on February 26th of 2020, we will be back out here at 9 p.m. I'd just like to take a minute and thank everybody for showing up this evening. 
if we didn't have an audience we couldn't have a show so Woo! thank you everybody and Man, I'll, uh, leave it open for a few minutes for everybody to say or awesome. whatever awesome. awesome call good to hear everybody everyone thanks <clears throat> night everybody yep see you later. night john boy <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. Brought to you by True Value. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.